I didn't, I didn't listen to the end last week, or all of it. The middle part was pretty funny. What? The show? The Double Dead were usually pretty funny, and we're good at making fun of dead people. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? The break room. PopSyndicate.com. Your one stop for all your unhealthy obsessions. Breaking news and in-depth reviews on all of your favorite movies, music, TV shows, podcasts, comics, books. PopSyndicate.com. Oh, number 10. You were looking at different Well, it's off by one because of the headers. Yeah. Well, then we skipped one. The last one was Sometimes, Always, Always. Oh. No, the last one was a cruel accounting method, which was nine. No, you missed insurance payoffs. Don't worry about that. No, oh, you're just reading the numbers wrong. No, you missed... Well, we're off, we're off by one. Nine is nine over there. I'll tell you what I'll do. Nine is nine over there. Don't worry about it. I'll just move these up. Get a little easier. Just go ahead, Dave. Just eat your fucking jelly bean. The public is... Waiting. But I'm not sure that he's supposed to. Uh, he actually is. Okay, nine. No, because seven was the one we just did. Because we just did the one where y'all both had to eat one and I didn't. Yeah. Eight, eight was a cruel counting method. No. Yes, it was. Look. Look at the question. A cruel look, counting method. Y'all just both ate one and we have three different answers there. That's a good on point. Number eight. Then we're all fucked. Oh, well. <laughs> what was number seven? We'll just start over. Uh, that number was the seven savings. is savings. Right. Number eight, we haven't done yet. The accrual accounting method. We haven't the done The answer was yet. A. Savings was the one we just did. No, we didn't. Now we're on eight. <laughs> we just did the, the accrual accounting method. Trust no, we me. Didn't. We because just you did got savings right. because you, I got savings right sometimes. Sometimes, always, always. That's the one we just did. Okay, question seven. The answer is you should always save for big ticket items. Okay, you, you read it wrong. All right, whatever. I'm not. I'm not going to fight with you. Y'all both. No. Did y'all not both just eat a jelly bean? Yes. For question okay. eight. Question eight. Y'all have different answers. Yeah. We really. Know. We should eat one for nine. Apparently. We haven't even talked about number nine yet. Okay. Well, we then we were off one over there. That's what happened then. The answer is A. Dave answered A on eight. Yeah. Okay. Then we I'm said right. C and B. Dustin and I both ate a jelly bean. Oh, you're right. Okay. So okay. number nine. We're on still nine. not right though. But okay. Why is it not right? It's still okay. It's, it is right. But that's not the question we were on, so it's okay. And that's the question but I See, 11 is a yes-no, and 11 over there is a yes-no. Now? Now that he changed it? It was off by one because of the header. I was reading. I was... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, but we're really right doesn't. now, right? Okay. Here's oh, still that, that me tastes, my hate. I hate like everyone pepper. that I do not approve of. And unless you're in my immediate circle, I do not approve of you. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you incur my wrath. Like, shut intro the up. fuck up. What, my intro? You know, this is on the show. Until next week. So hard to care, though. You cared enough to pull jobs and make an intro. That's true. Don't act like you don't care. Just because you fuck your own shit up. I had no idea we talked about that one question for that long. No, neither did I. Was that the week following the the other fight? Or was that was a couple weeks after. I think that was a week before. I oh, wasn't. Okay. Yeah. Or a couple of balls of hate that those that uh, month. Buh, buh, buh. So it's uh, episode one twenty four, and we are joined by our shield analyst in Who's studio. This? He's usually a field agent, but we brought him in studio for this right. episode. He's here for training. Who is it? Who are we uh, talking? I don't to? know. I haven't heard from him yet. <laughs> Go ahead. 
<laughs> so beaten. So beaten by his own great intro. Which everybody loves. for the train yard with Thomas the Tank Engine. Have your tickets ready, assholes. Give me pleasure. That might be the greatest intro in all of radio history and internet I history. So. I do like the laugh, at the be- laugh that was added at the beginning of the, uh, <laughs> the Aussie thing. That was funny. <laughs> so, Thomas is here to uh, talk about The Shield this week and next Why? week. Uh, we're actually recording early both weeks uh, because of Thanksgiving. Well, next week is Thanksgiving. So, Are you serious? Um, nope. He's if, contributing a lot already. If you listen to The Shield next week, or you watch The Shield, I suppose, <laughs> um, and you want to make a comment, make sure you make it right after the show, and we'll try to catch any voicemails at the end. 214-329-9827. Oh, just cut it off. I didn't cut it off. That's oh. where it cuts off. Yeah. Way to go, F-13. Way to go. So, uh, so did we or did we not have voicemails? We do have voicemails. Does he annoy you in the bathroom? Oh, yeah. We have something to <laughs> right now, don't we? Hello, this is Charles. And try again. Was that Thomas on that? Oh. What? Someone in the 410. Oh, no, that's Charles. Really? Yeah, okay. Leave much. So, there's another one from Aaron. Paperback Radio. All right, so I was just at a job right now. I was installing uh, satellite TV for three rooms for this woman. Put in my ass. She was 77 years old. Didn't look a day over 80. And uh, I asked her when I was done putting everything in, hey, you have a phone line that I can connect to one of your satellite receivers. So if you do that, you get a discount. And she says, well, I have a phone line, but I don't have any cable that's run into this room. And so I told her, you know, you can talk to the phone company, but they'll generally charge like 120 bucks to run a new phone line to a room, or, you know, I'll do it for 50 And she said, well, I don't have any cash, but I'm sure we can make an arrangement. And I said, um, well, you know, I, I, really, I really need to do it for 50 And then she proceeded to offer me a blowjob to do it. Wow. But, 77-year-old woman offered to give me a blowjob by ran telephone line for her. I won't tell you if she got a phone line or not. <laughs> you guys discuss. Uh, okay. By the way, this is Aaron, Paperback Radio. Bye. Suck any semen oh, out of him. Adventures in satellite installation. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like a porn movie. Satellite guy going. shows up, <clears throat> runs your cable. The idiot Wait, woman is there. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I don't know what kind of porn you're watching. <laughs> I like gilf porn. Oh, those big like from Aaron forever. Huge pink like woolly overcoat things on, and trying to make a deal with them. Slowly takes it off. <laughs> terrible. I'm sure, we can work something out. Terrible porn. Oh my god. Takes out terrible. her fake teeth. <laughs> make it a little softer. <laughs> oh boy. So <laughs> awkward. Um, that's the porn music. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Is that porn music? Oh, sorry. I thought he was gonna say. I thought he was gonna ask her if she's ever been pelted by a sandstorm. 
Why would I ask her that? I thought he was going to when he said I asked her a question. No, he should have. He asked her if she <clears throat> liked her gig. Okay, you want to hit this? That's probably what he <laughs> asked her. So, uh, Friday night. I guess, was Give it Friday? Yeah, it was Friday. Thomas and I went and saw the new Jaime Bond movie. Uh-oh. Quantum of Solace. The new what? This is actually, I guess we should run the thumbs intro because this is a, I guess, an official mini thumbs. Wait this is going to have more intros than show. That's the full dumpster. I don't know what Tonight we have too many reviews to name. No, we don't. So we're time to <laughs> off at any moment. It's aimed at your face. <laughs> Are you ready? It's fun time. My favorite situation. <laughs> All right, well. so Too many reviews to name. <laughs> too many. We have James Bond and James Bond. So Thomas and I went to see uh, James Bond, and this is a direct sequel to uh, Casino Royale, which came out a couple years ago. In fact, it, uh, I believe it opens just a few minutes after, maybe a few hours after Casino Royale, after he picked up the guy in Italy. And at the very beginning of the movie, that same guy that he kidnapped at the end is in his trunk, and he takes yeah, him to... His name was Dan Hunter. MI6, uh, their secret base in Italy. So from there, uh, there proceeds to be the unveiling of some secret organization that this guy's a part of, which you eventually somehow find out um, in a random fact at the random end of the movie that it's actually called Quantum. Quantum. Which I guess is another name for the Illuminati. Um, That's pretty much the last time I understood this movie. Because the rest of it is... At the very end. I understood that, and I understand the very beginning. Why? Everything else in the mini, in the middle, which I understand pieces of, I don't understand how it connects the overall trilogy. The mini middle, yeah. the mini middle. It's other just... than this guy that he is the villain in the movie is, I guess, a pawn or a member of Quantum. Okay, that's the only <laughs> connection that I can make. Um, so Bond is going after this guy. He's been tasked with MI6. He's trying to get back at whoever killed uh, what was her name, Vesper, in the last movie. Vespa. Vespa. Princess Vespa. <laughs> uh, what's her name? She's Druish. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't look Druish. <laughs> uh, he's trying to get it. He's trying to kill all them. And MI6 is also tasked him with taking down this guy, who is the quantum guy. Uh, his whole bit is he has a cover of being a going in and reviving economies with green technology. Yeah, but it's really a cover for controlling the economy. Damn liberals destroying this planet. Exactly. Is that what the liberals are? They're just trying to control the economy? Yes. They're basically wow. through their green technology. That's a that's a scathing... Never mind. <laughs> it's a good serving. This may not be the greatest topic <laughs> ever, because I just don't give a crap. We'll go um, so, he, Bond basically takes this guy down. Uh, that's his whole mission. And, yeah, there's... Not much to say about the plot other than that. But are you serious? He's kind of a lame Dead villain. Serious. But are you serious? It kind of sucks. I mean, it, the action was better than Casino Royale. Absolutely <clears> it was. But that was about it. I would. I do have to say the stunts were a lot better than Casino Royale. They were yeah. better coordinated, uh, more over the top. Good yeah. action doesn't necessarily make a good movie, though. Exactly. No, it doesn't. Because. Mostly. Good point. <laughs> this movie. That's what I'm here for. This movie, um, to me, suffered from one of the problems of Casino Royale and that it really slows down in the middle. So it, but it gets slower than Casino Royale did. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't mind it in Casino Royale because the rest of it was so good, I guess. But mm-hmm. this one just 
the action was really good, but there just wasn't a lot of... It seemed like the storyline was almost too complex that they didn't explain it or weave it together very good at all. Yeah, I, good point. I didn't understand how this guy in the end was linked to Vesper's death. It, somehow it starts out with her boyfriend that was she was supposedly trying to stay. Yes. Um, somehow it was connected to him and he shows up at the end. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that was one confusing part. Like her boyfriend that was supposedly dead. Yeah. The girl that was killed at the end of the of Casino Royale, her boyfriend shows up at the end. You find out at the very beginning that he's alive, actually. So that's oh, really I didn't spoiler. catch that part. Yeah, his real name is Dan Hunter. Odd. But it's not an important it's story point. Either. Quantum Sauce is too confusing. Daniel Craig is good, but it's too confusing. Um, there's not a clear connection. They don't do a good enough job of explaining to you how this whole plot is connected to the first movie. And it's just kind of a... Meh. And it's yeah. obvious there'll be a third yeah. that is connected to this story. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a hell? 66%. Yeah, which is pretty good for that side. And on Metacritic, it's got 58 out of 100. Oh, yeah, That's pretty good for Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know you look like a douche-stout douche. Um, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, I personally... Just a note about your appearance. I have to give this movie a sideways thump because it. Uh, I was let down. The farther I get from it, the more disappointed I am by it. Um, I don't know. The chicks in the movie were fairly forgettable. Wow. As Bond girls go. I, I thought they, they were, were all right. I thought they were all right. right. I don't know if that's the most important topic to discuss. But, but it's one yeah. of the integral parts of a Bond movie. This may not be girl. the greatest topic ever. Strawberry Fields was in there for like five minutes. That's she was true. the better of the two. That's true. She wasn't in there very long. Uh, that was actually a character's name in there. There was no Q in this movie. There wasn't a Q. There was no Q in the last one, though. Wow. Yeah, I guess that's true. So that's consistent. And there wasn't much of a, much car action in this. So any, I mean, there was a good it was all scene like at the first. Back. What kind of car no, did he drive? They asked Martin. Aston Martin. Last movie. So not much, not much to speak of. It was a fairly. They should, they should have him drive a Mini Cooper. He does drive. They do mm. drive a hatchback in this movie. Yeah, his Mini Cooper should be his car of choice, though. <laughs> The electric Mini Cooper. Yeah. Is the, is that the, runs out of electricity <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the car awesome. chase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he should be driving a uh, Tesla. That'd be sweet. A Tesla? Yeah. Yeah, those things are awesome. That run out of energy in the middle of the car chase. They never have car chases over 300 miles or whatever it is. That's it true. Gets. He's not running the Cannonball Run. Why don't you just have a moped? They should. Ooh. With the giant helmet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and there is, there is another... It has like rockets and stuff. <laughs> yeah. There is another rooftop chase in the very beginning, just like Casino Royale. Kinky. He has to open the, uh, he has to open the little seat on the Vespa to get the, uh, <laughs> get the needle to save his life exactly. out or whatever in the first episode. Um, <laughs> yep. That's all about. I got to say about Casino Royale. Not that great. That's about it. Yeah, it's worth a rental, I guess, to see the middle piece of of this trilogy. Or a but dollar theater. Actually, dollar theater bitch. even better. Yeah, it's probably less than a rental. Burn that son of a bitch. But um, usually only have half the sound and half the picture. That's yeah. true. Um, anyway, you have a great audience. On to, on to one of our next yeah. many reviews. Go ahead. Um, actually, we're going to break many, here many and then we'll come back and talk about oh, it. Too many to count. We had a couple lists to talk about, some trailers to go Man, over. That's we a saw. quick break for once. I thought we had too many uh, reviews to count. Well, I can give you a review real quick <laughs> of The Devil Knows Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Would you? I would. Because I've seen it too, so I can contribute. All right, well, yeah, let's talk about too. that. Just came on uh, Showtime or HBO. Have um, you been huffing paint again? Per, it's about uh, two brothers who basically decide to get out of financial straits. They decide to rob a jewelry 16. store. Yeah. And uh, how 
it affects their entire family, and when things uh, don't go as planned. How, so how... how- uh, when one of the robbers, not one of the brothers, but one of the robbers, which is in on the deal, gets shot. Yes. Well, isn't the jewelry store their parents' jewelry store? I wasn't going to spoil that, but... I thought we were giving a review of it. We are, but I wasn't going to spoil <laughs> it's that. It's been out part. for like a long time. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I don't like to spoil things, Dave. It's the, it it says go. that on the back of the case. Oh, well, Does never it? Mind then. Yes. Uh, so this stars... Um, is it Brian Cox that plays the father? Uh, it's Philip Seymour Hoffman, yeah, Ethan Hawke, and Random Old Lady as the mother. Good God. And uh, the guy from Brotherhood as Third the official She's been in a lot of things. Giant Christmassy Cox. Old lady no, number Brian two. Brian Cox. <laughs> At Christmas, he is known as Giant Christmassy <laughs> Cox. Um, so this, uh, it's it was directed by Sidney, Sidney Lumet at 83. He's, wow. Can't say I've seen too much of his stuff, but he's supposedly a legendary director. That's his first time. <laughs> um, I really liked the movie. I was I was pleasantly surprised. I wasn't really expecting much. I didn't know much about it. Yeah. Uh, and I just DVR'd it one night. Yeah. And I really, mm. really enjoyed it. I thought it was shot a little very oddly. Oh, Marissa Tomei's in this and is naked from most of the movie. Yeah, really? That was kind of insane. <laughs> Which is yeah. nice. Oh. Yeah. Pretty good for her age. <laughs> Pretty good. Really? So um, you have hair down to the ass. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dustin, what, do you, what did you think of Before the Devil Knows You're Dead? Or whatever it's called. I thought it was... Uh, Really good, as I remember. Um, I remember everybody being pretty good in it, or at least the couple of main people, Ethan Hawke and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. I think Philip Seymour Hoffman <clears throat> just, I don't know, he's very versatile. If you see him in this and then you see him in something like Along Came Polly, you can see he really has a pretty good range. Yeah. And everybody, including Christmas. Joint Christmassy Cox. <laughs> everybody in there, I think, did a pretty good job. I think it was a pretty good uh, pretty good storyline. Yeah. I, I was really surprised. Uh, Not it, a lot of music in the movie, either. It ended up being better than I thought it would be, too, because at first I thought it might be slow, yeah. but it actually ended up being just the right pace for how it ended up. It so. was very tense at times. Yeah. So uh, I think it was really good, and it sounds like it was a lot better than the Bond movie. I thought the, Vesp- the Vespa chase scene was really good, too, in this one. <laughs> With yeah. the rockets. Yeah. So they should have taken a page from this for the Bond yeah. movie. There you go. But uh, they should have included a giant Christmas scene in it. Yeah, Ethan exactly. Hawke and... Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman just zooming down the streets. <laughs> hey, dude. Hey, dude. Yeah. So, Dave, what did you think of uh, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead? Um, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it was pretty intense. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan a of the overall. ending. I, I, liked, I liked most of the ending. I didn't like <laughs> that they didn't resolve what happened to Ethan Hawke's character at all in the movie. They just kind of left that going, so you never really know what happens to him. Yeah, but I don't really think it takes that much away. I it think- doesn't take that much. No, it's still a great movie. Yeah. And one thing I do, I did get tired of. I do get tired of Philip Seymour Hoffman's dramas, is especially Mission Impossible Three, which I finally saw. Um, is the low f- um, Hoffman voice that he does when he's trying to be slowly dramatic Hoffman? I don't know. To me, it's really annoying, and it, it, you see it in almost one of his, every one of his dramatic roles. But it's getting uh, a little old. I don't know. That, that didn't bother me. I guess I thought he did a pretty good job in it. So. <laughs> But I guess I could understand that being annoying if you've noticed that yeah. as a trend. I guess I just never noticed that as a trend, really. Well, I have gone on a marathon of Philip Seymour Hoffman movies. So. Yeah, I was going to say, you must have seen a ton of them. Uh, so I give it a thumbs up. Way up. I'll give it a thumbs nice up, too. Like- yeah, I would give it a thumbs up. All right. Hey, y'all need to see Tropic Thunder. It's actually yes, pretty damn funny. You do. They get great reviews, yet? but it's pretty funny. It's y'all actually very funny. Yet? Is that on DVD yet, Dave? Uh, it just came out today. Did it? Yeah. have that on DVD oh, okay. yet? You saw it like last week, right? I got a pre-release copy of the screen. <laughs> oh, did you? Interesting. <laughs> really? I'm going to review it. Came from somewhere in China, right? No, I got it in the mail illegally. So <laughs> I'm going to review it. Legally. 
so I could do this mini review. <laughs> okay. Well, the, so why don't you tell us about it? It's pretty damn funny. It's All right. It's that's much an excellent funnier plus than, I got, than I got credit for. <laughs> it is. I thought I got pretty good credit. So did I. It didn't I do didn't real well, though. Did. Really? Everybody that I'd, I'd heard that actually saw it said it was good. I thought it was, it was good. It was very, It was it pretty funny. in theaters for that long. Well, let's examine that. Tom Cruise is great in it. That's what I've heard too. Made 183 million with a budget of 100 to 150 million, so yeah. made a profit. Made a little bit. Did pretty well, Dave. Pretty well. What about reviews? Not yeah. really sure you know I'm your facts. About reviews. I'm not really wow. sure you know your facts. Fracks. <laughs> your fracks or your facts. What about your fractional refu- facts? You're not going to look up the reviews? Uh, that's what I was looking for on here in Wikipedia, <clears> but yeah. about reception. Here we go. The film received mostly positive reviews, mm. an 83% rating. All right, on Rotten Tomatoes, Dave. Well, maybe I was just under the, under the. Uh, no, I guess I just heard on uh, the the ticket that uh, it wasn't that funny. I don't know what the ticket. Why do you is. trust that? I don't know. I tend to trust Corby's opinion on stuff. Why are you listening to? He paper said it was pretty disappointing. Oh, yeah. Dazzling yeah. dinger. So he also didn't did think he? Step Brothers was very funny, and I thought it was pretty funny too. I still haven't seen that. I thought that was. I haven't seen that either. Pretty average. It wasn't great, but it was better than they made it sound. Dazzling dinger of a doo ditty. <laughs> Is that your exactly. official review? Yes. All right. Well, on the other side, I guess we will talk about uh, the Star Trek trailer uh, that we Why? saw. Uh, a Well, I don't know if it's a trailer or not, for 2012. And we're going to run down and tear apart a couple of lists. Nothing else. Usual. It's a teaser. There you go. All right. Listening to the break room. You can put it in your ass cheeks, maybe. Remember me? I'm the kid that had a report due on space. Then I got the new Encyclopedia Britannica. He had a report due on space, and then he got the new Encyclopedia. I think I made that abundantly clear. Um, yes. Anyhow, here it is. I mean, hey, everybody knows this is the greatest encyclopedia in the world. Help me get a B plus. Why not an A? Too long. I found so much great information, I put it all in. Overkill. Hmm. The next report I did was for my science class on the human body. Scored an A. Uh, good. Look at this. I always wondered where my mandibula was. Mm-hmm. For details on how you can own the new Encyclopedia Britannica. Let's have that 800 number. Excellent. Just call this number and we'll send you this free booklet. Tell them about the gift. And just for previewing Britannica in your home, we'll give you this three-volume desk reference set. This is like having your own research library at home. Mm, yes. So if you would be interested in owning the new Encyclopedia Britannica... Don't press. They see the phone number. If they want to, they'll call. I guess you're right. Trust me. Call I can't believe they killed Captain Kirk. They didn't. Oh. He's still alive. What is your name? My name is James Tiberius Kirk. You've always had a hard time finding your place in this world, haven't you? Never knowing your true worth. You can settle for less than ordinary life. Or do you feel like you were meant for something better? Something special. 
always be a child of two worlds and fully capable of deciding your own destiny. The question you face is, which path will you choose? Are you afraid or aren't you? I will not allow you to lecture me. Then why do you stop me? Jesus. Powers from heroes. Cuts his head off. I like this ship. This is exciting. Space is disease and danger. Threat, darkness, silence. Buckle up. The wait is over. J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. <laughs> I don't know why they added that into the trailer. So I don't know if that was the best trailer audio we've ever had. It's certainly not the worst. Did you start the show? I did start the show, no. Dustin. Has Ben Cross go in. Star Trek, I mean Star Trek, Spock's dad. Who? What's his name? Ben Cross. Of Criss Cross? No. Uh, his real name is Dan Hunter. There you go. Do you know? I don't have any idea. I don't even know that that person exists. So let's talk about a couple of... uh, He was the bad guy from uh, First Night. You've seen Coming to America, haven't you? I have. The vampire series? About the vampire cop? I don't watch those black First Night? That's that's Blackula. (laughs) (laughs) They're all black sex comedians. Oh, that was Vampire in Brooklyn. No, First Night is (laughs) King Arthur uh, type uh, deal with Richard Gere and Sean Connery. King Arthur? (laughs) I'm really, really confused <laughs> right now. <laughs> so we are talking about Star Trek, the trailer that came out this weekend in front of Bond. Apparently not in front of all the, the copies of Bond out there. but uh, Just the one we were at. Right. Just our exclusive screening of, uh, of James Ours Bond and Star and Trek. and 250 other people. Your closest they were friends. our closest friends. Right. <laughs> so this is the J.J. Abrams adaptation of Star Trek, a man who is a proclaimed not Star Trek fan growing up. Uh, which is interesting, but he's also done Mission Impossible 3, of course, Lost, and other Felicity, other movies, things. a bunch of other crap, uh, Fringe, which isn't very good, um, but he's done a lot of good stuff. Uh, he decided to basically reboot the series, and this is really the first look that anyone's it really had. It wasn't really his decision. Why? Well, true, you but he, whatever. I don't know. It wasn't his I decision. I don't know. I think he decided it. I think so, too. Uh, he did not. I imagine he had help. a hand in it because it was written by Roberto Orsi <laughs> and Alex Kurtzman, who were his two right-hand man. I man. know. They hired him <laughs> he has two for right it, hands. but it was the studio the that an decided awesome writer. To Right. That. He's got two right hands. He can do it double the time. Um, double the work and half He the tells time. the studio what to do. I remember when the first thing came out saying they were, the studio had decided to do this, and it had nothing and to do with J.J. Abrams. It J.J. Abrams had it nothing did. to do with this. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Just... Um, so this is a basically, it's not a reboot of the series, but it does, it's, uh, it's basically Dawson's Creek Star Trek. So it's a bunch of, sort of, it's, it's the young, I don't know about that. What was that? Kirk's, Kirk's Creek. It's basically the, it's all of them at Starfleet Academy, uh, meaning Captain Kirk, played by Chris Pine, Spock, um, for, as Siler from Hero Zachary Quinto. Uh, Carl Urban, Urban, who plays it credit, it should credit him as Siler. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Siler. Did he have hair down the ass? Um, so, Thomas, what did you think of the Star Trek trailer? Yeah, it looks pretty awesome. I mean, I I actually had no idea that there was even a trailer out yet. And we went there, and it surprised me. So, 
<laughs> so you're scared? A little bit. Are you scared that they'll go Captain Kirk again? No, I don't know where you get. I don't know where you get Dawson's Creek version from. Well, just because they're it doesn't look like that. They're young, like early college versions of the original series characters. So the only way anybody can do young versions of anybody is if they Dawson's Creek it, right? That's or, really maybe it's more. View. Maybe Rugrats was the original Dawson's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's more Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl Star Trek. Why does it have to be teenage anything? Because they're young. I've be... explained that. They're young in the Starfleet Academy. <sighs> Okay. Which means lots of sexy time and creeks. So would you have credited the original Star Wars, A New Hope, as a Dawson's Creek-esque type No, thing? because that was the new series. That was a completely new series. This okay, is a reboot. Okay, fine. Okay. All right. That was then, not about teens. That was about 18. Is the, is the, well, two teens, technically. If you can't it, Princess Leia. It, it looks his, really good. The action, sounds like I had a question. His, his acting was about as good as Dawson's Creek. <laughs> the action the, in the Star Trek trailer looks really good. I mean, we'll see, but it looks really awesome. I, yeah. You can't really tell like what's they, going on, yeah, though. Yeah, it's it's really thrown. I mean, it's a lot of quick cuts to different things, but wow. from what you can tell, it looks good. And it looks like they <laughs> cast the people pretty good. It's live audio from Mark walking the first time. <laughs> pretty much was. I was I was wow. Wow. I was blown over by the trailer. Uh, Everyone in the theater was like, shh. <laughs> it was the highlight of Bond. Um, <laughs> That's it was, sad. That's kind of sad. It was a great trailer. I, and I have to give credit. I mean, I've seen... Approximately 1.2 seconds of Carl Urban, Urban as Dr. Urban. Why do you keep Urban? saying that? I don't know. Um, Dr. Ur- Ur- <laughs> Dr. Urban as, <laughs> as Carl McCoy. Carl McCoy? I've, I've seen 1.3 seconds of him, but he sounds just like Forrest Kelly. Yeah, he was the one that was saying space is not supposed to be beautiful and pretty. It's supposed to be about phasers and death and silence. Diarrhea farm. It's real that. quick. He sounds just like DeForest Kelly. I don't think you Kelly. could get a better Spock replacement. That guy exactly. looks great. He looks just like him. He um, talks pretty much like him, too. Yeah, he does. He his does. ears are pointy just like his. I know. That's a weird me. genetic defect. They both <laughs> I can find someone else. And they both had the Mo haircut, which is really weird, too. <laughs> it's odd. It just grows naturally that way. <laughs> they have to make it up a lot for heroes. <laughs> the Mo haircut. <laughs> Um, you know the one thing he's also going to star in the new uh, Three Stooges movie <laughs> that the Furley brothers are doing Dave's got surround sound giggling all of a sudden <laughs> so the one thing I'm not so sure about is Simon Pegg from um, uh, why not dead like me the fucking zombie movie that kicked ass you know oh, what yeah. 21 days no the funny one Sean, uh, Sean, Sean of, of the Dead, dead. I'm not so sure he works as um, as Scotty, Scotty, mostly because I think he looks too old, and B, he doesn't have enough hair to be Scotty. He's not a tween like all the other actors? That, yeah. yeah he's, I, he's not. I always got the sense that Scotty was the same age as Kirk and all them, and, and that only Dr. No, McCoy Scotty's was old. Scotty's Scotty the and McCoy guy, were right? both older. Were they Scotty's both? much yeah. older. He's like old, bald, fat guy. Captain Kirk's he wasn't still old young. And, he wasn't bald. He wasn't bald and fat in the original days. That is days. true. He is much older looking than Kirk, though. I guess it, maybe. I don't he know. I always thought of them the same age. DeForest Ke- or he and, Do- and the Doctor were always a little bit older, it seemed like. But Simon Pegg doesn't have, hair, have enough hair. He's got the same hair I've got. Dude, it's the future. We're they could have hair, hair implants. It wouldn't I, be that I hard. I guess. They don't have to be exact clones. Do you remember like the monk style <laughs> they hair? They should tell? come close. Like, you didn't though. go get a maybe fat bald hair plugs later hair on in the, in the Fat bald like, hair guy. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. Never mind. <laughs> yes, get a fat bald hair guy. He gets a hologramic hair later on. <laughs> Did he have hair down with the ass? I'll just blue screen that. <laughs> I'm sure they blue screened it. No, never mind. 
they've also got Milf Guy from American Pie playing uh, Sulu, <laughs> who also knows John Cho. Well, is that? They've always been known as Milf Guy, though. One of the two Milf guys, token Asian guy, right? According to some of the reports, yeah. I read, isn't he also in the White Castle movies? Yeah, those aren't. Yeah, important. that's right. That's what he's more famous for. Probably, probably not. I think he's more known for Milf. Go fuck your mother. <laughs> uh, Eric Bana pl- looks pretty awesome. It looks like he's a Romulan. Is he a bad, bad guy? guy? Yeah, he plays uh, somebody in this movie. They should have had the board. Somebody, right? <laughs> somebody, the Romulan. <laughs> he plays Nero. They should have the Borg in. The film's Romulan Neo? villain. Nero. Nero. Nero? The guy who built the fish? Who burned Rome down. Not Nemo. <laughs> not Neo. Part of his past involves escaping from Klingon prison. <gasps> <laughs> and now Pocahontas. Bannon shot his scenes towards the end of filming. He was a huge Trekkie when he was a kid. When Banna comes on, the screen splits to 18 different screens showing different parts of the story. <laughs> he, mo- he gets teary all about his father. Uh-huh. He was the gay kid. And his father turns into a cloud. Yep. <laughs> that he roars at. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody dies. Uh, I don't know. I was very surprised. I Like I said, I was blown over by the trailer. And uh, as trailers go, very good. It was great success. Um, I didn't think I, it looks cool, but I didn't think the trailer was anything all that special. The one question I do have is why the fuck are they building a starship on the planet side, starships are built out in space. Maybe they have to this, get out to space. This, to build maybe it. this is like the origination of it. Where do we build freaking space shuttles? No, right but now? in Enterprise, the TV Ugh. series, the original Enterprise was built in space. In maybe space, maybe they dock. explain that in the movie. I hope so. But that's maybe this stupid. one's extra special, and they had to keep it on the ground where they keep it invisible, uh, make it invisible from Plus, the top. Plus, you side. said this was a restart. I know, but that's still stupid yeah, though. Nerd. How to do tow, you know it's stupid? To tow that giant thing out of out of orbit or into orbit the would original be one, it. it has engines. In the original Star Treks, no one ever drove their car off a cliff and jumped out just in time to save themselves. That's a very good point. Uh, the only reason that was cool if, is Look, if it's you're no a danger nerd. mouse. It, see, exactly. <laughs> it's not. So the other so stop expecting so much from it. I expect a lot of Nothing from can live up to danger mouse standards. I expect Fuck a lot you. from everything. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> so the other trailer we just watched, which we're not going to play because it would make no sense because it's just audio, is the trailer... We should play it anyways just because that's the way we roll. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> make trailer, no sense. See if you, get, see if you can take, catch which movie this is. Uh, it's the trailer for 2012, which is apparently... And the trailer, all it says is, what would the government or what would the governments of the world do to prepare the people that you're all about to fucking die? Basically. It's like Armageddon. And it says they wouldn't. They wouldn't do anything. And 2012 flashes and says, do a Google search for 2012. And then Armageddon2.com comes up. Oh, did it say that also? No, I made oh. that up. The cool guy. Um, and Deep Impact. So, Thomas, and, uh, you did a lot of research about this. I didn't <laughs> do a lot. You did more than I did. Let's go to our um, consultant. Our 2012 field agent. Basically, the movie... Re- Thank you. Basically, the movie revolves around the Mayan calendar that says the world's going to end in 2012, basically. Tell us more. Um... Basically, well, the movie revolves around the Mayan calendar <laughs> that says the world's going to end in 2012. That's it? Yeah. Uh, that, I can't remember. There, there were some specifics, but that was kind of the gist of the whole thing. Hey. Breaking the news now. Now, 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 now. April 1, 2012, we're going to get the United States Census of 1940 finally released to us. Ah! To the world! Whoa. <laughs> Good That's God, what the whole movie man. is based around the census being put out. <laughs> you look like a mustache. All floods. <laughs> Although the, the world ends. The an- analer solar eclipse will happen on May 20th. Anal. 
What? <laughs> you look like a must out must kid. So, anyways, it's a, this is another Roland Emmerich movie, apparently, who did uh, Independence Day, of course, the Armageddon. And Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. But Are you serious? Like the same guy that did Independence right. Day and Armageddon. But are you serious? The stars John Cusack, Amanda Peet, Danny Glover, that award-winning actor, Fandy Newton. Have they not shot anything What's for this What's wrong with Danny yet? Glover? Harry Potter. Danny blame. Glover can suck my dick. He Whoa. sucks. Have they not shot one scene with any of the stars? You like for random, or excuse me, you like for established black actors to suck your penis? It's kind of a turn-on, but he also just sucks as an actor. Black body only. He does not. <laughs> he was in a raisin in the you? sun. That's enough for okay, him to be discredited. That was a bad choice. Well, what yeah, actors a, don't a make classic, bad though. choices? It's a classically bad movie. That's classic. Everyone classically bad. What actors? People liked it back then. Have you ever even watched it? Bad yes, movies. I have. It's terrible. Just making sure you weren't just prejudging. No, I saw it in high school. It has a no, black cast, and school. I know how much you hate black <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, like God, Oliver Platt's awesome too. Yeah, he hadn't done anything since. They like, should a change him to be President Obama too. I don't like Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, Woody, he's black. Woody Harrelson who apparently got hair plugs. He's in that, and he's in that seven grams or seven pounds movie. Yeah. So what do you think? Seven gram pounds. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it was kind of one what of those. I think? Uh, There's not really anything to think. Basically, you see what looks like possibly a Mayan monk oh, that's not on cool. top of a uh, big that would tower. Be Buddhist. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Minds are dead. I was just saying. Oh, never mind. Uh, like banging a giant. <laughs> Harry Potter's wing. <laughs> An old lady? I don't know what you call that thing. What do you call uh, that thing? It'd be called a bell. Dude, no, he's in Predator the 2 big, there's something and Flight called... of the Navigator. He's a classic American actor. Who's that? Danny Glover. He was in Flight of the Navigator? Yes. Okay, awesome. he gets credit some And credit Predator 2. That, uh, that movie Oprah's can suck my dick also. Didn't that feature Oprah's You want a movie to suck your dick? <laughs> it's kind of hot. And Operation Dumbo Drop. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, now you should just be shot in the face. Speaking of this particular drop, didn't that feature Oprah's vagina? I think that was in reference to that terrible Danny Glover movie with Oprah. Was it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I forget what it's called. A Raisin in the Sun too. No, whatever it's called, it was awful though. It was a Raisin Oprah in the Sun. Will, a ro- Oprah will do you too. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'm. It's another role in movie. He's very good about the giant disasters, obviously, and oh, I was he makes pretty effective trailers. So. The trailer, all it was, was a guy banging this large stick against a big, a huge bell, like warning the Be town up. or something. He's banging a gun. And then you see this huge dirty, dirty. wave of water. Loved. Yeah, that was I terrible. I will kill all of you. <laughs> we should probably leave, then. We're about to be murdered. Why? Why is that? He just said he was going to kill and all of us. And then the preview ends. Uh, water. That's it. And it says nothing. Yeah. Right. It says Google search 2012. Very Cloverfield-esque, I guess. Trying to create that viral buzz. Hey. Oh, no. I felt like I got more out of Cloverfield previews still. I still uh, went and Google searched uh, 2012, so. What'd you, what did you get? And then you included absolutely um, nothing from it because you had to have me tell you what it was? I just looked at the results and then just kind of went on to something else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that, that it's just a bunch of random information. I got bored and just kind of. I was done. just thinking how you know that that is the great penis. Whoa! Whoa. Wow! That would be a pretty big cock. Twenty twelve inches. <laughs> that is pretty huge. Jeez. So there you go. So we got That's a couple. That's actually of... the feet mar- feet sign, not inch sign. <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge cock. <laughs> So we have a couple wow. of lists to destroy. Since we it talked about like Bond, let's talk about this first. Swirl. This is um, The Men Who Could Have Been Bond, and we're going to destroy this and tear us apart. 
tear it apart. And terrorist it? Terrorist the pot. I'm going to terrace the blow pot. the bus apart with a what giant What is the pot? Shut mean? up. <laughs> <laughs> terrace the part. So, um, I doubt any of us have probably seen this guy in any movie, so this is going to be awesome. Richard Burton could have been Bond in Dr. No. That's right. He apparently was the first choice to play Bond. Who the hell is that? Okay, next choice. He looks familiar. Here's my favorite choice for Bond out of all movies, and <laughs> I still think terrible I, picture. I still think they should go back and say "fuck you, Daniel Craig," because Adam West could have been Bond. For that would have been awesome. Uh, 1969's "On Her Majesty's Secret Service." Apparently, Albert Broccoli and his daughter is apparently in charge of the films now, but considered Adam West the one-time Batman and uh, mayor of Quahog. Odd veggie uh, last name there. He's a fan of it. Like they're going to go back to how old is he now? Um, Eighty-nine thousand. Sixteen. Awesome. I think he's a little older than that, Mark. Uh, John Gavin. God. Who the hell's that? What What has he been in? I don't know. He looks like Psycho. He mm. Played Sparta. He played Julius Caesar in Spartacus. Yeah. God, that's old. Hmm. Paul. Newman, the Ninja Turtle, right. hero, could have been Bond at one time. I mean, Dustin's hero for 1973's "Live and Let Die." No, he's Dave's hero because of his uh, must out uh, oh, dressings. I was thinking of the Ninja Turtle reference, and that was actually <coughs> that, Walden. My yeah. bad. He does bear a somewhat resemblance to Daniel Craig. That might have been a good and choice. a Ninja Turtle. Kind of. Yeah, that's true. He did <laughs> resemble a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> I think he actually would have been a decent choice for uh, for Bond. Although, I don't know how his British accent would have been, but maybe he <laughs> could have been made an American. Maybe. Then that would have been terrible. It's the first one that seems like it was a, at least a likely possibility. <laughs> stop dismissing my ideas. Can you stop tapping the bottom of your chair? Thank you. He's going to kill That's all, all of us. That's fucking bullshit. Anyway. Uh, but instead of Paul Newman, the Ninja Turtle, it went to Roger Moore. And Paul Newman, by the way, in the Double Dead Hall of Fame. Good point. Which is still under construction. And we should probably scale back the construction. This is taking a long time. It's a little bit over budget, I have to admit. <laughs> I'm trying to get loans from uh, Citigroup right now. Yeah. Good um, luck with that. You and Jerry Jones are fighting it out. <laughs> right. Uh, so the other choice would have been, could have been for uh, in For Your Eyes Only, 1981, which I believe was... Uh, oh, yeah, it was Roger Moore. Um, could have been Mel Braveheart Gibson. <clears throat> Freedom! Probably would have done that in there. I don't think that would have It would have been like... London! Yeah. Australia! <laughs> Throw another shrimp on the bobby, mate. That's all I would have said. Exactly. I think he would have been quite terrible. He's too comedic mm. or he's too serious. I don't think he can do the middle ground. Of course, ground. That, would have been, that would have been before anybody knew him. So Yeah, before all the lethal Nobody knew him. <laughs> I'm just saying. I should have had him be the exact same character he was in Lethal Weapon. Yeah, same hair and everything. <laughs> <laughs> the ball <and> hair. <laughs> And Danny Glover make an appearance. <laughs> I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. Uh, that would have made up uh, Danny Glover's career right there. Would have what made the hell's wrong with you? Danny Glover There's sucks. nothing wrong with him. Except that he sucks. Good God. Uh, so, 1983 could have starred Mr. Octopussy, a.k.a. James Brolin. He looks a lot like Christian Bale. I was there. just he thinking does. that myself. Kind of like uh, Michael Landon or whatever that guy's name is. It looks like Christian Bale right there. Yeah, he does. Maybe, maybe Christian Bale should play uh, James Brolin in the James Bond biopic. He looks like a out musket. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really schnazzy outfit there that doesn't really fit together. 
It was the seventies. What do you expect? Exactly. Still, nothing fit together That's in the early eighties. Actually, okay. it was high. Nothing fit together in the early eighties. He just found the cleanest tie he had on his crack floor <laughs> of his house. He also married Barbara Streisand. Do you think the guy makes much sense ever? No. no. How, so how? The only thing he ever did right was have Josh Brolin pushed him out of his ass. <laughs> Whoa! Wow! That's the only thing he ever. That did is right. a breaking news story. <laughs> Breaking indie news now. Josh Brolin, so, anal baby. So this, uh, <laughs> this, this new pregnant guy wasn't the first guy? Apparently not. That is no. breaking news. The fake Christian Bale from 1983 <laughs> actually had him. <laughs> I'm surprised they've considered so many Americans. Josh to play Brolin turned out relatively normal for his know, for beginning being of his baby. life. Right. <laughs> is he at the end of his life? For what happened at the beginning of his life. Oh. Um, um. Yeah, he's going to be a new entry in the double. Sam Neil, look at that. Uh, Sam Neil uh, could have taken over for um, Remington Steel in the Living Daylights, uh, 1987. Jurassic Park. Timothy great. Dalton. Sorry, not uh, just Jurassic Park. Great. Hunt for October. Great. Pretty much a Jurassic Park. Great. More of a Jurassic Park. He did two Jurassic Park films. That's true. He only did one Hunt for an October. Yep. Oh my God. Scoreboard. <laughs> but uh, Australian, they said he wasn't really known at the time, so they said, "Fuck you, fuck you, Sam Neil, up your stupid ass." Oh. Kept going. God. They have to be that graphic about it? That's how they reject people in the acting world. You're not familiar with this? I'm not. I'm not an actor. You should, I'm not go, in the world. <laughs> you should go be casted sometime. <laughs> or try to be casted. Um, you don't make it sound very good. Casino Interesting. Royale could have starred die. Hugh Wolverine Jackman. He's the Jackman. Wee ba 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 da bo. Um, but yeah, he's not as awesome as Daniel Craig. That's basically what it came down to. And Dr. Cox hates him. True. Yeah, Good point. That's really why. Now, this last, well, it's not the last, but almost last choice could have been Clive Owen. Thank uh, God for it Children wasn't. of Men. I don't mind Clive Owen. Not as James Bond. Although, have you seen the new trailer, International Business <laughs> Bank of I'm Gonna Kill Some Shit? You remember that yes. trailer we saw? That looks yes. terrible. I'm sorry. It looks dumb. It looks really, really stupid. Have it's you seen a the trailer? Name. No. Yeah. It's about. I have no clue what you're talking about. Children of Men wasn't very good, but he was pretty good in it. I've heard Children of Men was really good. That's why too. It had some it. really good realistic uh, fight scenes in it. I'm gonna have to go watch that and re-examine your opinion. I liked it a lot. I thought it was pretty intense. Well, Dave liked it, so you know you're not gonna like it. Oh, that's a good point. <sighs> that's a stupid point. <laughs> I quit the show. It's automatic. Um, it's not automatic. It's always automatic. I don't know. We all watch The Shield. Wow, what a great picture <laughs> of our next candidate, Julian McMahon, a.k.a. Dr. Doom, a.k.a. Julian something from Nip Tuck. You watch that gay show? I haven't watched it since season one. Oh, uh, my bad. Um, per, not a great actor. It's terrible. Not a great actor. I like his hair plug look. I mean, I guess... I was going to say, his hair looks really jacked up. <laughs> I guess he'd be our, he might look sort of James Bondy, but he no. can't hold an accent, so I don't no. think he can do a British accent very well. It was a good thing they didn't go with him. Yeah, he's not. Hello, Governor. <laughs> That's pretty British right there. <laughs> Maybe you should be the next James Bond. Yeah. Like, I'm on I'm number twelve on the list. It'd be like, "Hello, mate," or something. <laughs> Let's throw another shrimp on the Barbie Queen. Wow. Uh, our other choice could have been Gerard Three Hundred Butler, King Leonidas Butler, uh, who sucked in Phantom of the Opera. Was a terrible singer. Um, but was really good in 300 yeah. as a giant bearded warrior. He would have been more like his 300 characters. And so. not too bad in Rock and Roll, by the way, which I saw recently. Is that movie any good? Mm-hmm. Really? If you like Guy Ritchie movies, Rock and Roll is not as good as Snatch, not as good as Lockstock, but better than that last movie did with Jason Statham, which was a complete piece of shit. Have you all seen Dracula 2000? I No, I never will. 
I want to watch it. Why? My brother said... It's not that the movie's good. He said the movie's terrible, but they put an interesting (laughs) spin on Dracula. They basically say he's... uh, Okay. Which brother? uh, No. Patrick. They basically say he's uh, (coughs) Judas. Gerard Butler? No. He's Judas. Who's Judas? And that's his punishment. That's why he can't take the crosses and the holy water and that kind of stuff. What about other vampires? They're all sponsored. They're all, him, Ju- they're all Judai? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Well, go watch it. It's not as good as but the back. interpretation usually... of Dracula and forgetting Sarah Marshall, if anyone ever watches that. I'm sure that it's one's not a real killer. Movie. That was a great interpretation. Not a real movie. Or in Blackula. I can't believe. Have you <laughs> exactly. seen that movie? <laughs> Which one? Vampire <laughs> Forgetting Sarah yeah. Marshall? Yeah. What? Why it looks are you so. terrible. It looks good. Why? It was actually pretty funny. It looks terrible. It looks great. It, lo- it does not look great, and da- look if, great. if that looks great and Danny Glover's not a good actor, you're a dumbass. No, I'm completely right, and everyone will well, back me oh up. My I actually God. saw it, and it's actually pretty funny. There you go. Everyone that, will that back you up. That confirms that Danny nope. Glover's terrible. Dustin counts as everybody. <laughs> no, because he says that movie was will good. You please stop tapping the bottom of your chair. So let's go over. Who do you think was the best Bond so far? We've got Daniel Craig, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, Roger Moore, Sean Connery, well, and George Lazenby. You're going to go with Timothy Dalton because you won the bet. And didn't have to pay for the air conditioning bill. That's not why I'm going to go with him. (laughs) Eight years ago. He was just incredible. He was about as incredible as Danny Glover is in any movie. So you liked him. (laughs) Well. So he's Thomas's favorite then. That's true. I completely say Sean Connery 100%. Yeah, I do too. I have to say, I like Daniel Craig a lot, but for me, it's still Sean Connery. Remington Steele. Daniel Craig hasn't quite proved himself like Sean Connery did yet. Just because this movie was so lame. That's well, I know. Well, two movies, and he's already getting lamer. I mean, the first movie he hasn't, he hasn't got the the proof in the pudding like Sean Connery. He needs has. to make about ten of them, like Sean Connery did. Then we'll once see. he has about ten, we'll see if he can. That's beat basically him what this thing says right here is that the rate ten, he's going, he nine, could, but he needs eight. to make more. He's still better than Timothy Dalton and George Lazenby. I liked what they said on there about um, and Roger Moore about uh, Connery was suave with the touch of menace, and Craig is menacing with the touch of charm. That's true. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, eighty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah, so basically, that's Yahoo the people says, speaking. We're proud of you, Dustin. Yeah, that's the people. No one speaking. really gives a shit. So I give a shit. So I'm talking no, about. You don't. No one else cares what you think. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> too bad. <laughs> We're gonna hear it anyway, whether you like it or not. I don't have to hear it. Best of characters. We'll get out of here then. Go. Leave oh the man, I can still hear you. Damn it! <laughs> not if I took the headphones off, I couldn't hear you anymore. So let's pick the best Batman. We've got uh, Adam West, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer. George Clooney, George Bobblehead Clooney. I can't watch Forgetting Sarah Christian Marshall because it has that stupid English comedian that's a complete dumbass. English comedian? Yes. Big hair guy? Big hair dude. That is Christian Bell's boyfriend. That. Oh, he was pretty I funny in that. I can't stand him, though, in real life. Never I've never him. seen him anywhere else, so no, he was pretty funny in that. He tainted it. He taints the movie for me. <laughs> well, it's got to be Christian Bale for this. Does it? Could be Adam West. He's no a pretty good way. bad man. Not yeah, as good as Christian Bale, though. But without Christian Bale in there, Michael Keaton takes it by a landslide, but yeah. You don't can't. give it to Clooney with his shiny bat nipples? No. Or Val Kilmer really wasn't that great either. He I, was. Be- I thought Val Kilmer would have been better with a better well, I don't movie. get this. Why do they have Adam West on this one, but they don't have the TV Superman on the Superman list? Yeah, that's a good point. They only have two choices. That's a good serving. But they're completely different genres, too, you know? If yeah. you want, like, the serious Batman or you want, like, a goofy-ass And they yeah, say that. They say that on here that... No Batman that, movie can compare to... The glow in the dark gang, though. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, they should have brought that back for the oh. Christian Bell Batman's. Then George Clooney is your choice. Then? That'll be in the third one. Yeah, Joel Schumacher. Actually, basically that was Batman. in the Val Kilmer one. 
What no, one? I'm saying that'll be in the that'll I be thought, in the third uh, that'll be in the third trilogy here. I with Bale. Glow in the Dark Gang That'd was be in, awesome. No, Glow Robin. in the Dark Gang was in for, forever because it's it when was in both of them. I'm Christian pretty sure. Bale. All right, excuse me. It's when it's Robin, Robin before he's Robin steals the Batmobile. Okay. Well, <clears throat> there you go. That was who, terrible. Who do you think was the worst Batman? Clooney by far. Absolutely it's not even close with his silver crotch and yeah, all that bobblehead. Bobblehead. So it, I love it, you, old man. <laughs> Again, it's unfair because he wasn't given... He was given a terrible movie to He do. would have been terrible anyway, though. Joel Schumacher so, ruined Batman. But yeah, I think he did, too. Uh, so, well, here's what I was saying. Here's the Superman list. We consist of Brandon Routh and Christopher Reeve. No Dean Cain. No Tom Welling. No the guy from Superboy in the 80s. Tom not really Superman, though. Well, what, I'm saying Superman characters. Dean Cain should at least be on there. What yeah. about, so should the original Superman yeah, TV yeah. show guy. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, I don't know his name. Chris should be not on Chris there. Reeve. Um, something some, Reeve, though. Something Reeves. They may um, have just not put any of them on because they knew Christopher Reeve is still the best no matter what, but still, yes. Yeah, I do have to agree with... Sense. They say that uh, Ralph looked like the superhero but had little Reeves charisma. I agree with that completely. And maybe it was a script, but... It was a terrible script. It, it was, was a very flat. Big letdown. It was Plus, extremely. Re- Christopher Reeves is what made Superman Superman. Yeah. He just had, you know, especially as Clark Kent, he had a natural charm that Ralph and, didn't have. Yeah, and plus the whole thing with the second one is he was just copying exactly Christopher Reeves' yeah, he was doing style of the yeah, show. I absolutely. Mean, so. You know, I was going to say, though, about Val Cameron's, I think he made a, he made a better, sorry, made, made a better Bruce Wayne than he did <sighs> Batman. He was... Not a good Batman, but as Bruce Wayne's go, he wasn't bad. Yeah, but he still wasn't as he was good the gay as. Kid. Uh, but nobody cares about Bruce Wayne, relatively speaking. He still wasn't as good as Christian Bale at Bruce Wayne. No, he wasn't. Now I haven't seen. I've only seen the middle guy in this list. Actually, Michael Keaton didn't make a whole awesome Bruce Wayne. But anyway, yes, he did. Um, we've got Hannibal Lecter. We've got three actors: Brian Giant Christmasy Cox, Anthony Hopkins, and Gaspard Uliel from Hannibal Rising. I think there's I really no question here. Really good. It's got to be Gaspard Uliel from Hannibal Rising <laughs> as the top Hannibal Lecter. Has anybody Followed seen by Christmas the, Cox. Has anybody seen Hannibal in any adaptation other than Anthony no, Hopkins? I no. I've seen um nope. Have you seen Manhunter? that first one? The original. Yeah. You've seen Manhunter? Yeah, a long time ago. I don't really remember that much. I don't remember. I didn't even thinking realize there good. was something before Silence of the Lamb that had. Yeah, they they remade Manhunter, right? It became Red Dragon with uh, yeah. with Anthony Hopkins in the late. 90s or, or the best yeah. interpretation and, and, Ed Norton uh, is when Jim Carrey puts the chicken skin all over his face and cable guy. <laughs> what? What is that? I'll listen here. <laughs> I'm gonna go over that. Um, the best King Arthur. We've got Justin Timberlake as the voice of in Shrek the Third. Clive Owen as King Arthur in the uh, live action movie for a couple years ago. Graham Chapman from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and Nigel Terry from Excalibur, where he reached over and mouthed on a girl's. Why body. the hell isn't Sean Connery in here? That's a good point. From first night. That's a good point. Uh-huh. That's the best adaptation yet. Is that everyone one. thinks that's the new Batman movie? That's such bullshit. <laughs> that's the he was the best King Arthur that was the third in the trilogy. On this list, I would actually go for Clive Owen. I I know it's not tr- the traditional that, King Arthur, but I like his character. Even I'll though go the movie for the animated sucked. Justin Timberlake. I thought that movie was a really big letdown. I'm gonna go for not one on this list. I'm gonna go for the one on uh, the Disney movie. You can only pick the one. I'm on going the list. for the Disney movie. Well, that one doesn't. Then I pick Sean Connery. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. What Disney movie? Um, the oh, Sword of the Stone. Oh, I see. Excellent movie. I actually liked the original Excalibur quite a bit. The movie is quite awesome, and I like that one. Although I Monty Python like holds quite biting boobs. Sector. Oh yeah, that was kind of awesome. I, but uh, the Monty Python, not the best King Arthur, but still awesome. Um, 
but I, I prefer the Excalibur uh, King Arthur. They actually picked Monty Python. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's an awesome movie. It's not. <laughs> well, they should have picked Sean Connery. A... <laughs> Maybe that's why they left him off, so they don't have to pick oh, him. Fuck that. Maybe. Maybe someone really is a Monty Python fan, and so they wanted to be able to right just pick him. They yeah, say rewatched First Night the other day. It's still really not that bad. It's a great movie. I I actually own that one. I thought it would suck after several years, but it's really not bad. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, they say that Chapman uh, from Monty Python was actually by the length of an unladen swallow, an African swallow, not a European one, of course. Okay. Blah blah. Uh, so. <laughs> Macbeth. Let's pick our Macbeth. Lawrence Olivier from Hamlet, 1943. Mel Gibson from Hamlet, 1990. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh or Ethan Hawke. Has Ethan Hawke. I have seen, seen three of these. You have? Yes. I've seen all but the old ones. I fell asleep during the Ethan Hawke. I have not seen the Olivier one. Um, I have to pick Ethan Hawke, but that's just because I have a huge man crush on him. He was... Oh, fuck that. He looked exceptionally gay in that picture. There's no question for me, Kenneth Branagh. That was an awesome movie and one of my... Favorite Shakespearean adaptations of all really? time. Really? I wish yes. I knew how to quit you. That's, <laughs> That's when I developed my man crush for Kenneth Branagh. Was you know, Hamlet. Mel Gibson's Macbeth really wasn't that great. I heard it was really boring. I don't understand why it got such rave reviews at the time, and it wasn't really that accurate as I remember too. I need to go back and rewatch the, it. Yeah, I, I remember that too. I, the Branagh one or is is pretty good. Branagh was extremely accurate. I don't know the, the Ethan. Ho- I don't know that I've seen the Ethan Hawke one or not. I don't remember. It's not loyal in the truest classical sense of the word. It's like a modern. But the themes version. are there. Yes. Yeah. I just yeah. I don't remember, dude. I, was, I think I did see it, but I, I don't really remember. Is it, it. like Romeo and Juliet? Um, no, it's not with the guns ablazing and all that. It, it's brought up to modern times. I don't even remember if they use Shakespearean dialogue or not. I just remember I fell asleep because it was so fucking boring. It was terrible. Right. Um, I don't care about fucking Pocahontas. Go fuck yourself. I don't care about Truman Capote. I'm gonna say that I will uh, say uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman on that one. Although the the other guy looks more like his size and everything, but yeah. the. The Philip Seymour Hoffman movie was good, too. I'm going to go with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Okay. I don't know. Don't, don't know Nixon. Don't know. They're, and that's the thing. Is they pick the guy that's in a movie that's not even out yet. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's pick who be, who is the who better be? Bruce Banner slash The Hulk. Haven't seen the new one, but going to have to go with Ed, uh, Ed Norton. There's no so question much better. Ed Norton. See, you should again, see the new one. It's decent. Again, it's I'm going thousand times. The other one is so terrible. It makes me not want to watch The Hulk Eric forever. Eric Bana was bad. I think the movie was terrible. So I think he could have been just as good as Edward Norton if he had no, a better I still don't think movie. he's as good as Edward Norton as an well, actor. Well, I just like Edward Norton better. So well, that's that what I mean. Me I don't think he's as good an actor, so I think Ed Norton would win even with lose. a better script. I still think Ed Norton was a better Bruce Banner personally, too. I mean, despite the script, I still think he was more sympathetic almost. I don't know how to, to explain it. With a the touch old of one with the script is just so terrible. Yeah, it is. It's, ah. I was when I finally saw that this year. I was abhorred about by how bad it was. It's so horrible. I should have just continued just to avoid completely it. Completely horrible. I mean, I'm glad I had a standard of comparison. Don't care about Queen Elizabeth. Who had the better Frankenstein or De Frankenstein? Boris Karloff, Peter Boyle from Young Frankenstein, or Peter Robert Boyle. De Niro? Peter Boyle all the way, no question. Uh, see, I think Karloff. I see why he wins because he's, he's the classic. classic. Yeah, but I love the De Niro Frankenstein. I love those. The Mary movies. Shelley's Frankenstein. Those are great good. movies. It was pretty good. There's just one movie. Well, I'm just saying that movie was great, and his he was great. In oh, okay. It. What movie was that? It was like the real scary one. Yeah, more. It was a much newer. It was, it, in, it was uh, good. Mid '90s, I guess. It was really out. good, but I still got to go with Peter Boyle. Yeah, <clears throat> Young Frankenstein was awesome. Just because it's so yeah. I who gives a fuck about the Pink Panther? Go fuck. Original yourself. Pink Panther. Now, here's my easy. favorite one. 
is the gri- who are the best <laughs> who are the best Griswold kids? Now we've got from vacation, vacation, Anthony Michael Hall and Dana Barron from European Vacation, Jason Lively and Dana Hill from European Vacation. I'm sorry, wait a minute, <laughs> Christmas. Wait a minute, they got. Oh, I'm sorry, Jason Lively and Dana Hill from European. Yeah, I was right. Johnny Galecki and Juliet Lewis from Christmas, and Ethan Embry and Marisol Nichols from Vegas Vacation. Much as I like Ethan Embry, I'm gonna have to go with the original kids. Um, original vacation. I would, yeah, I would say Vegas kids are the second best, but original is the best. Yep. Yeah, I, you know, probably. for some reason, I really. You love Christmas, I know. I have a special place in my heart for Christmas Vacation. It's Dude, one of my favorite to, Christmas movies. To me, I it's love the, that movie. The least funny. Juliet Lewis. Sucks. Yeah, I disagree. Her. I love Juliet Lewis. Hate sucks. Juliet Lewis. Yeah. But so I can never. I just think it's her. the least funny. See, of the I don't remember two. other than. A couple of rust moments from from the original vacation. I don't remember much with the daughter, and so I can't really. I don't know. I guess I don't remember them as much as I do. There's Christmas tons vacation. of classic moments with her. Maybe I, I guess I need to go back and rewatch it. I just don't remember that much. You should. I remember more from Vegas vacation. Go watch it and come back and let us know, and then you I can will. really judge. I will. Vacation, I really, Vegas is Vegas was not too bad either. For I being do so like much later. it was really good. I do like Vegas vacation. Isn't it Vegas where he turns around when the kids are sleeping in the back and says, "Can't even recognize the kids anymore." Yeah, I yeah, it is. I think it is. <laughs> so, what's your favorite? Awesome. Uh, European's movie? a little bit underrated, I think. I think European is sucks. I thought it was it's pretty okay. good. It's too long. It's the problem. It's a little long, but it's got a lot of funny moments in it. But you know what? They they really underrate. Christmas is a little cheesy for the, what you would expect out of these movies, in my opinion. It goes for more of the cheesy if family I, type if I humor. Flip by any one of these on the channel, though, I'll stop and watch it. Though. Yeah. Usually, you stop and change the channel. <laughs> but. So did you? What did you think about your uh, Vegas vacation? Overrated, underrated? I kind of liked it. Still. I thought it was fine. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was the worst one of them, but I, I still thought it Vegas? was funny. I didn't think yeah. it was the worst. I don't know. That's tough. I still thought it was funny though. I think they're all pretty good. To say the worst is kind of like I don't know. It still doesn't mean I don't like it, but yeah. I think Christmas is probably the worst. But I still like them all. Yeah, I love. It's it. like judging eight carat versus fourteen carat gold. Yeah, exactly. Well, eight carats worse, obviously. That's what I mean, but it's, it's only a little bit worse. It's still gold. Crap. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that uh, wraps up our uh, destruction of lists. And uh, coming up on the side, out, out, go. once we go out. watch it, is and, oh. second to last episode of The Shield. Compared to our microphones, your microphone kind of looks like you have the blinged out upgrade on Army of Two. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I paid $10,000 for that. Thomas has a jeweled mic, by the way. <laughs> That's insanity, Diamond man. <laughs> but you have that mic, I know. No, not that. What? That, that Jews drop. are responsible for all the wars in the world. That's pretty uh-huh. insane, too. You are kind of insane. And here we are about to be on Christmas Are you time. a Jew? I'm reading something. <laughs> but what does that have to do with what you're talking about? He's there? reading his quotes from earlier in the day. <laughs> his thoughts of the day. <laughs> his diary. <laughs> it's random jotted down thoughts throughout the day. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll catch you guys on the other side, then, with Shield Talk. You're listening to the break room. His nipples are the most memorable thing. Like, shut the fuck up. No. 
You're looking at Cobra's newest supersonic jet, the Raven. Cobra Raven, Cobra Raven. There's no haven from the Cobra Raven. Two jet engines, a drop-down cockpit, a hidden bomb port. Now you know it's got twin rear guns and a one-man drone. And it's on the lookout for G.I. Joe. G.I. Raven comes with what you see here. Other figures sold separately. So we just got done as a group watching the second to last ever episode of The Shield. It was in Spoonie. It was fun. Wow. <laughs> That's probably the best Shield watching experience I've ever had. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. It's very, uh, very warm. I'll Better than that. sitting on the couch with just your own thumb up your ass. Yeah. And not paying attention to the show at all, yep. as usual. So, Dave, since you're so into the show tonight, why don't you run it down for us? Tell us what happened. Uh, this is called Possible Kill Screen, by the way, by directed by Billy Geierhart and directed by Adam Fiaro and Evan Blibus. Are there any black ones? Basically, you've got um, the main storyline is Vic is uh, trying to get his deal done with ICE. And um, he's trying ice? to, huh? With the, the drug ice? With vanilla ice. <laughs> ice, ice, baby. Yeah. Ice tea? Um, they all have a, Cube. a cool deal going on for the a record deal. Um, they're all going to cut a new single together. <laughs> <laughs> and midnight, By the way, that would be kind of Midnight is awesome. the deadline. <laughs> um, he's trying to get his deal done with ice. Shane's still on the run. He's also trying to get. Mara, Mara. I mean, uh, yeah. Mara, 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 and Shane are trying to get cash. Mara gets hurt <laughs> and kills someone while they're trying to get some cash for them. Trying to steal in a deal gone bad that Shane tried to work out. Um, Vic and what's his wife's name? Corinne. 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 I was going to blank out her name. Corinne is trying to finish setting Vic up so that she can get out of everything. So she tries to meet up with Vic to get some out, cash from him. Out, out. And uh, the cops are waiting. Vic sees them, doesn't get caught. So he's out of that one for now. He's trying to finish his deal with Ice because he knows if he doesn't, he's screwed. He pretty much has to get it done now. Yep. So he's trying to hurry the drug dealers up to get the drugs (laughs) there. He's trying to hurry Ice up to get his deal done. And he's trying to get all done at the same time. He was initially trying to get a deal done for him and Ronnie. Yeah. That was his initial plan which, ice, ice can't go ice can't do that in such short amount of time they claim yeah which they get big deals done which that's bs but they just are choosing not to for some exactly. reason which i i wonder if they are choosing not to because they actually have hard because they know there's hard evidence against him with the uh sting operation well, i wonder if they know about that wonder if i don't know i'm just that. wondering if maybe like somewhere in the background that's one of the reasons they couldn't get him the deal oh yeah maybe yeah Something that may never be brought up or that type of thing. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Then, uh, of course, later on, when Corinne is out there getting set up or whatever, she gets fake arrested by the local PD. And uh, so Vic thinks she's arrested and decides to go ahead and fuck Ronnie up his stupid ass and uh, go ahead and sign the deal with Ice and confesses to everything from the previous six and a half seasons. That he's right. done. Starting because with the Terry Crowley murder. I guess yeah. that's what Starting with you Terry do. Crowley. 
and I exactly guess, where he shot him in the face, which I is get, insane. I guess that's what you do when you get a deal from immunity is you have to admit the things you're being I have no clue if that's for real from. or not. Let's have you kill some people and go on a six-year spree, and then we'll get you an immunity deal. Start the vice them, team out of I would tell them to employer. write the contract where it says I'm immune from everything. <laughs> we'll podcast anything that. From anything today. from this date backwards. Yeah. Starting from. today, you can indict me from here going forward. Yeah, yeah that's what I would want to do. I wouldn't want to have to try to think of it all. Yeah. Not to mention the people you're working with now know this yeah. information yeah. about you. So basically, he's getting his deal with Ice, but Ice has like the inter- room, interview room set up with him and the girl, detective lady. Olivia. And, and her boss. Her boss. And they say he's signing a contract for his immunity from yeah, all his crimes. And she pretty much says, you know, you're our employee for three years. You have to do what we say or else this deal is void. You make 62 k a year. You can't lie to us or this deal is void. Yeah. And you have to admit to every single thing. Anything you don't admit to, we can charge you for that at some point if we ever feel like it. Someone right. can. That's but if you do it, say it on tape, then you're immune from it. That's so he's got to basically say every now. single thing that, that he's ever done. Or else, if he misses anything, they can charge him for it. And that pretty much takes up the last 20 minutes of the show, is him confessing shit. I mean, 16. amongst other things. Well, because he's done so much shit. Yeah. yeah. He starts off very first with the uh, murder, the Crowley murder right. that he did at the From beginning. From the very first episode yeah. of the show. Yeah. And he goes forward all the way and But surely he was Ronnie crooked before that. Well, yeah, but... Well, yeah, he's implicating Ronnie and obviously Shane already has his own problems, but further implicating him and... Right. He's pretty much telling everything. And the best part is as soon as he admits the murder, the people that are trying to do the deal with him are like... Holy oh shit. my god. You murdered a police officer? Yeah. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Who the hell are we dealing with? <laughs> right. We, thought, and, and we this, thought maybe you got out of a few traffic tickets. And yeah. at the same time, Claudette, but Claudette gets a bead that he is at the ICE office, and she and Dutch go He's black. to ICE to try to arrest him, and they bust in right on his confession, so he is now immune. Yeah. And Claudette, in the process, because, well, we should back up a little bit, Billings asks Dutch to sign a confession that says... As far as Billings' lawsuit going on against the department, they are now countersuing him for wrongful. Very minor. Nobody cares about that story. Well, line, but I'm they're saying, doing it anyway. I'm giving a little, yeah, a little tit for tat. Um, Dutch basically gives up to Claudette that they implicated a child monster from a couple episodes ago, mm-hmm. or Billings did, and he knows about it. Claudette then turns on him because of that. Tits. And <laughs> says. <laughs> You know, you need to get him to get this guy released because he's innocent of this one charge, etc. Well, during this whole, we're going to arrest Vic at the very end when she gets pissed off. I guess she gets Lupus head and fires Dutch and says, clear out your ship when we get back to the bar and you're done. So I'm guessing that didn't really take, but... To which he says, you're not in your right mind or something to that effect. He slaps her. And then she pulls out a gun and shoots him. Um... (laughs) And you then the other why. minor story, I guess, is that uh, for some reason, Psycho Mom and Psycho Kid keep coming back. And yeah, which I guess she called the, him a bunch of times, but supposedly. In the second to last there. episode, who the fuck cares? Yeah. yeah, but then he went there and then she said she didn't call him, which obviously the kid must have been in the house. Like, yeah. So she was scared. She was trying to say, I, you know, honestly, how, what I think how, it was how, is. I think the kid used her phone to call Vic, or not Vic, to call Dutch to try to set him up to get him killed as Maybe. well. Because in the next episode, the summary is the bar investigated a woman's disappearance. I bet that episode is Dutch's vindication and is Vic's downfall, ultimately. I bet the disappearance is Maybe. Psycho Mom. 
he just disappears. So, so what did you guys? What did you guys think of the episode overall? Impeach the president. A lot better than that last episode. I, I thought it was pretty intense. Um, it was very tense. The whole spe- thing. It was intense when he started confessing to his shit. Yeah. Although I did think a little more than that would happen. Actually, I kind of wow. thought they would move the storyline along even further than that. I thought it would kind of end really on a cliffhanger. That I'm not so sure what's going to happen with you know Shane and Mara and all that shit because she's getting really beat down now that she has the broken yeah. collarbone. Yeah. And the last and thing she says to him is she wants to go home. And he's kind of getting strung out on drugs all of a sudden. Yes. So I'm not really sure what's going to happen with that deal. I'm pretty confident at this point, especially with Vic having an immunity deal, that he's going to be killed. That I'm Vic's like, going to be killed? Yes. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. I, I think- kind of thought it was, but now that he actually has an immunity deal, it he's going to get killed. That he, yeah. That's how the show ends. I don't know. Burn that son of a will. bitch. I think the way it might go down is... Vic is killed, Shang is killed, and Ronnie goes to Or jail. everyone goes down, and Vic is shown at the end in a suit, working for ICE with a perfectly happy life, making 60 grand a year. Wow, that would be a... Yeah. I don't know that I could be happy with that ending. The last scene is him in a suit, tie. He's going out on an investigation with ICE. That would be, that would be Everyone else in his life has been screwed and fucked. Yeah. I mean, but he's the only survivor. Injustice has been the recurring theme in this series. Claudette the goes crazy. Time. She has to quit. Dutch gets fired from his job for screwing over, or Dutch gets killed by the crazy kid or something. Yeah, that would be insanity. Ron, uh, Ronnie goes to jail. Ronnie goes to jail. Yeah. Shane goes to jail. Mara goes to jail. Yeah. Vic's wife is just on her own with the kids. Yep. And Vic is detective. And then his of daughter, ice his daughter with full turns immunity. A, his daughter turns into a cop and has the new strike team for the next <laughs> the shield, the next generation. Or maybe his daughter can be the one who kills him. And she wears two tight shirts. And tiny jackets and sunglasses. Oh my gosh. Gross. Shield the next generation. (laughs) (laughs) No. With Ronnie's daughter and Shane's daughter. Does Ronnie have a daughter? Shield the new class. He will when he goes to (laughs) The new class, yes. (laughs) (laughs) The next generation. Yeah, exactly. Somebody already said that. Farmington, the Farmington (laughs) class. Shield Deep Space Nine. Farmington (laughs) Dreams. Yes. So I thought it was a. I get thumbs up in this episode. It was a lot, a lot better than the last few episodes. Blah. Shut up. Been <laughs> <laughs> drinking a little bit. You're like, wow. <laughs> One more episode. One those, more. Those issued several it's times. Kind of sad. I don't want to see it end, but at the same time, it kind of needs to. I it's think time to end. Good comment about it. Dazzling dinger of a doha ditty. <laughs> I think that sums it up. I don't know how that's relevant, but <laughs> that's what it is. That was what this episode was. Yeah, it was a good episode, and uh, let's just hope that the last one was even better. I hope so. It was pretty good, but still. <laughs> you expect more. Like, I expected Shane to, to kill that, that cop, you know? Oh, yeah, and, uh, Mexican Latino chick got hit. I thought up. something more crazy was going to happen. Yeah. With him, when Julian and uh, Thomas's Love chick it. that he masturbates to or whatever. His Mexican <laughs> Natalie Portman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you for that. <laughs> The chick that I think is cute for crying out loud. Whatever. I don't think cute is the word used before. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. You said you like. Pretty sure it was. She's fucking hot. Yeah. You I like, might have said that. Tickle your a hole and whack off her. I Just never said A-pain. that. Yeah, you did. You we have it on record. A feather. Play, play the drop of that. Sure. What? Play the drop of Thomas where he said he's gonna tickle his a hole. Okay, you want to hit this? There you go. Just for the a hole. Nancy. <laughs> She said she is. I really thought. I mean, the Vic thing was the biggest part of the episode. I thought there would be more than that. Yeah, I did. I thought they would leave it on, like you said, a big cliffhanger at the end. It kind of is, but 
Well, I now I thought there'd be more. It's still a cliffhanger. I mean, Vic's going to turn against Ronnie now. He's already obviously well. He already did that. Yeah, so during Vic's confession, he goes. The the girl goes. Well, you pretty much just screwed Ronnie over. And he goes. Well, I can string him along for a few days until yeah. you can arrest him. What the yeah. hell? And it's all because of fucking Corinne. She's the downfall of Vic. Yeah. For some reason. And he's the downfall of her. Oh, we didn't even mention. Speaking of bitches in this series. <laughs> Uh, Danny just shows up randomly at the barn yeah, after taking randomly. her taking it her son. Random. It is random. He said in the last episode he was going to call Randy and see if she would come. Or who's Randy? I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's her name? Danny. Danny. <laughs> but how but did it, he even know where she was? She just disappeared. She, she probably packed up and left town. They, it, she might have left BS. the barn a phone. That is she would not have come back. She no. might have left. Us She's not that dumb. Stupid. She yeah. would. She. She finally washed her hands of the place. She would have right. stayed gone. If it yeah. had to do with helping take down Vic, it might have been appealing. Oh, but she's coming back to appealing. do paperwork. She's but coming she's, back. She was coming back to help take down Vic. To get another page. That's not how she was greeted, no way. She would have... So where's left. her son? Where is she living? Is she living in the Motel 7? Is that important information? Yes, it is. No, it's not. I want a logical explanation for why she's back. That's stupid. Or write Sean Ryan and bitch about it. Good God. I might. I have already written him an email. I wrote him hand, a finely handcrafted letter. To his cell phone. I wrote Ryan, with a feather pen. Feather Ryan, quill pen. <laughs> Made from Ryan, written with a, goose blood. You sealed it with a wax seal, right? <laughs> with my royal ring, <laughs> with the bus, with the bus uh, logo, in, right? Exactly. Embroidered on it. Exactly. <laughs> it's been sent by pigeon <laughs> and Pony Express Lord, and in a bottle through the sea. <laughs> so a good yeah, episode all around. Okay. I think we all agree. So uh, I guess we will out go out finally after seven hours, hours recording. <laughs> die, faggot, die. Oh, we start at seven a.m. It's uh, now ten well, twenty-two p.m. Out, go, out, out, go, out. All right, gasoline. High five. Out, go. Out, go. All right, gasoline. High five. Out, go, out, go, out. You can email us at breakroomatgmail.com. Call us two and four three two nine nine two seven. Forms at popsyndicate.com. Twitter.com slash the breaker. Twitter.com slash chopper Dave. Slash the mark. Slash the mark. Slash pop syndicate. Slash lost in Sweden. Slash Felipe 13. That's true. All your F13 needs. Um, yeah, cinema dot I don't know com. if we have too many of those. All your F13 needs. Right. Uh, no, let's I see. Need an F13. Oh, if you're going to, if you watch The Shield and you want to leave a comment, we are recording on Tuesday next week, so leave it that night. And I'll try to check Skype, and I probably won't pay attention to your call. But nice, check uh, it now. Well, we for recording, the show's over. That's a good. That's a good surveying. I will do out, that. Out, go out, out. Uh, go we out, don't. Out, go out, out. Sweet, out, out go, <laughs> go out, out. Uh, out, out, out. Uh, next week, Chinese democracy and a Thanksgiving special. Thanks for all the uh, comments on the message board. We love right. you too. Love you. Stay hard. The break room. Keep jamming. The break room. Why do you say that stupid shit? Yeah. Oh